Most of the time, he talks it out with the voices in his head. Other times, he gets an artist to answer his questions, and you get to listen to it here. Welcome to Toad's Tunes. Garrett Spear, what's going on? Dude, long drive, Nashville, Vegas. Did you guys stop at all? No, we didn't. We stopped... uh we got about 30 minutes of sleep at one gas station, but that's about it. That's it. Everyone take turns driving? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're good about that. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that, I think. And then one guy got lucky enough to fly. Does he get, Does he have to drive home with you guys? Uh, yeah, he's riding back with us, so. It's playing the part. I like it. Oh, yeah. It's a long, long drive back, 25 hours. So. Dude, I met you in Nashville, Tennessee at a birthday party, I believe. Really? Is that correct? Was it at um, at um, Top Golf? Is that where I met you? That is. I think it is, actually. It was Kevin's birthday. Yes, it was. Country Rebel Boys. Wow. I kind of remember that mm-hmm. night. I don't drink. <laughs> Everyone else was drinking, um, but um, that was fun a fun night. That was a fun <laughs> night. It turned out I was laughing because Kevin sent me a text message. He goes, "Are you even coming?" And I was like walking up the stairs. I didn't respond. and got in there, and um, that was fun. That was a good night. It was, dude. And all places Nashville. We were all there. I think that was during CRS too. It was. Yes, dude, it was. Do you play stuff at CRS? Is that something that uh, you start doing? I or? played a little bit this year. Yeah. Uh, just just a ride around kind of stuff. I didn't have like any of the big stages or anything like that, or any right. of the you know the conference stuff. But yeah, it's a great time. We love it. It brings kind of like smaller CMA Fest, <laughs> dude. Literally, right? Yeah. CMA Fest kind of. I remember when the ACMs used to be the big thing. It looks like CMA just kind of put their foot down and said, "I'll show you how to do it." Mm-hmm. That's kind of what they did. I haven't been out there. I'm not quite sure I want to be because it's hot, humid. This this past year it rained galore, didn't it? Yeah, it rained the entire time. Yeah, we were there uh, Wednesday and Thursday. We didn't play this year, and then Friday and Saturday we had to leave to go out of town to play. But we were, you know, Wednesday and Thursday was slam packed. You know, raining right. didn't stop the shows though. I mean, it was still great crowds everywhere. So. We saw some stuff on on TV like uh, when they're the awards part of it all, where they're going back and forth out on the uh, just crazy how they flipped that whole town around. That and you guys had the NFL draft there too. Oh this yeah. Year. Did you go down for that? I was. And I was actually here in Vegas for Where that. Yeah. And playing? I was, uh, yeah, I was playing at uh, MGM there. Losers. Sweet. You can say that. It's but, okay. Uh, we like those folks over yeah, there. They're yeah. They're great. Yeah. They're great people over there. They really take care of me. But uh, I was here for that. And I honestly was glad because after seeing that picture of the main strip and, you know, uh, all the way back to upper broad of right. people, I'm like, too many. CMA Fest, I feel like, is too much. And that was triple or four times, you know, what CMA Fest was. So. It's coming to Vegas next year. Uh, I, that makes sense, though, I think. I think that really does. You guys can accommodate it. You With know? the strip. Yeah. Just fill them. Mm-hmm. Where are you originally from? South Florida. Uh, Fort, Fort Myers, actually, close to Naples. And then what took you to Nashville? Uh, so I was working for a company in Florida, and the whole goal was to move to Nashville because I've always wanted to be a singer. I mean, ever since I was a kid, I... About 10 or 11 years old, I started uh, playing guitar in church and uh, started wanting to sing and started singing at 13 or 14 in front of like 400 people. So, and I did that for, you know, two or three years. And then I started to write music and mainly country and played in a rock band on the side back then. But, you know, really trying to, as a songwriter, it was always country and uh, started playing some bars at 17 and 18. And I knew Nashville was the next step. But, you know, when you're a when you're a local band, you're like, man, I can just move there and get a record deal, right. you know, until you actually do it. But I was working for a company, and I actually uh, moved to Nashville about five years ago, you know, to pursue music. And after two and a half years of being there, I started, you know, touring and met up with an agent named Tracy Decoder, who kind of, you know, she puts me on the road over 150 shows a year. And nice. She after she found me, it was like a snap of the finger, and she just, you know, sent us on the road. So I kind of had to quit my job, which is what I wanted. But after, you know. After seeing how this you know industry works, it's not usually a thing that happens. No. but it kind of did for me. So, because <laughs> I was look, making pretty good money. <laughs> you look at some of the artists, and like I, I look at a guy like Brett Young, who's been just grinding for so many years, so many years. But then, 
the payoff. It's worth. I bet he looks back and there's probably days where he's like, "Dude, I don't want to do this anymore." No, definitely. And he's great get, too. Yeah, you get to the point today where you're like, "Damn, I'm glad I stuck with it." He's. Uh, I met him at um, a show here called Country Fest, and someone introduced me to him, and he was like, "You run Stone?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Dude, I'm coming out for um, Miss America." on a Sunday he goes I don't have any it's a private thing I can play on a Saturday if you got it open I didn't even look at my calendar I was hmm. like just do it <laughs> nice. but I'm actually going to see him next month and see if I can get, get him to do the same deal shake my hand and come out and play again because <laughs> his song went number one the Monday after he played here oh wow and I didn't pay him much that's cool I think you got paid more than he did wow <laughs> that's crazy so that's that's no joke it just just happened to work that way your brother's in your band he is uh has he always played music with you uh, he or? actually has uh he in the uh, church too uh, yes he did he was really young then we're four years apart so i mean he was really young but he started playing when he was probably 11 or 12 so i was probably 15 or 16 but uh we played in all the rock bands i played in back then he played in right and uh i've been in, he's only been in nashville for about a year and a half now but he moved up just because you know as many shows as i was doing i could finally hire full-time musicians i could pay full-time and i'm like right. hey he worked for my dad in south florida at a body shop and he's like i'm done with this man i'm 23 years old like i see you know he knew i knew he could play so he's like you know please let me do it and i said let's go so right and not not much better camaraderie there than yeah with, with a brother oh man just having somebody on your side and then you know every all the band guys i've hired in nashville are always great all the sub players but having somebody that knows what needs to get done and he's going to do it whether i do it or not sure is a game changer i mean nobody runs your business like you and having somebody that he he actually cares about it it's been having two minds like that it's been a world of difference does I mean, he write with you uh he does some not not very much i write with uh you know more published writers in, in nashville but he does some i mean you know whenever we're sitting around in colorado if we're there for a week just sitting you know we we get together write some but I think that's kind of cool. You would think that you guys probably mesh pretty well together when it comes to anything playing. And Definitely. I think when I went to your website, the front page is a video, mm-hmm. and I watched that stuff. You could just tell that there's... I've seen bands out there. I don't know if you're familiar with the band Chevelle. One of my favorite bands of all time. Brothers. Yep. I saw them live. Probably the worst show I've ever seen. Really? Literally walked out of I it. haven't seen them live. I always yeah. wanted to, but... Don't waste your time. Man. I said it. That breaks Toad my heart. said it. Dude, I was, it, was a, it was a long time ago. I think there yeah. were three brothers in the band there at was, that time. There was, yeah. Oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah. That was like their second album. Yes, but. it was a long time ago. And I, I just like stood there and went, dude, there's the most boring band I've ever seen. But then I watched your little video just that's on the front page, and you're like, dude, there's... Right. So that's disappointing because they are one of my favorite time well, of all time. Rise against Nickelback and them are my favorite. Ha, dude, you're I'm not supposed to tell people. I know. <laughs> hey, I, I'll argue with anybody about Nickelback. There's dude. no argument that they're a terrible band. There's no no argument. They write they write hits, but it's never cool to say you like Nickelback. Right. It's just not cool. They yep. just they just pigeonhole you to oh dude, you're just you know what's funny in Nashville. I've never had that because everywhere else we go on the road, if we, you know if I bring that up, everybody's like oh really? But yeah. every musician I've ever met in Nashville, most of the time they like them. They're like man, they're a great band. You know yeah. they're self self or co-produce their own stuff they write their own stuff right. you know chevelle's the same way though i mean they're you know i've always loved them those two are <laughs> i like their music but yeah. i went to go see them rise against love the oh, band yeah. i went saw them live walked out no way yeah. I, I can see that though drummer drummer most boring drummer i've ever seen wow ever dude i'm gonna probably get fucking slayed for this if people listen to it slayed <laughs> it's all right but like my son went with me my son plays the drums and uh, we walked in. He looked at me. He's like, Dad, are you serious? I'm like, dude, this is horrible. Because when you listen to the music, you're like, dude, this guy's just all over the place. And you watch right. him. He's just like, oh, let me hit this one. I'm going to tap this one They're all here. burnt out now. They're just playing it to make dude, the money. Dude, this was a long time ago. Yeah. So, I mean, in their prime, it's just one of those soft hitters. And we've had some bands that come through here where I'll just do nothing but watch the drummer because I'm like, fucking phenomenal. Or a bass player that's phen- phenomenal. I just right. lose my shit with that kind of stuff. I'm the same way, though, honestly. Yeah. Like, 
I'm, I'm a guitar player, but you know, I'm big on drummers. I love watching them. You Hell know, yes, they add so much to a show if they're energetic or not. <laughs> um, you ever seen Lewis Bryce live? I have. Dude. I uh, I actually just last week actually in his, Nashville. His drummer, I believe that guy's almost as old as I am, and uh, slays it. I have a video on my phone because I was just in awe. I'm just watching yeah. this cat, and then. I'm trying to think. Someone else just just came through here, and um, it was during CMA week, is when it was. It was it was when I saw him. Yeah, they they had a Louis Palooza. Yes, show. Yes, we, we I was side stage. I I saw him, but I didn't get the actual like a good shot. Dude, of him. I'll show it to you on my phone. Yeah, and then um, oh, yeah. Ryan Robinette just came through here, and he brought in Matt's a guy that plays with Matt Stell because something happened with his drummer that flew in from LA. Mm. Dude's a beast too. Yeah, I just like when they when they hit and he goes through the symbol. Dude, I'm I'm all I'm all about that. <laughs> I'm all about that. Um. You got a video. We 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 drink beer. Is yes. it done? Uh, no, it's not yet. No, almost. We, we just filmed it. Almost. We just filmed it last week, and uh, you know, I had a teaser made for it. I bring out a photographer every once in a while, you right. know, to do you know. But the actual video, it's going to be about two or three more weeks. So it's all but done shooting, or you still got more all, shooting all done shooting. Do? No, we right. we finished shooting it last. Right last week we finished shooting it shot so, it in nashville shot it in nashville yep uh actually a small bar in gallatin so about 15 minutes northwest of or northeast of nashville is your first video no no, no. I, I did one before with the same guy uh my, my videographer his actual name is Dan- daniel borlay he's on tour at D- dustin lynch and little we, guy yeah we, we did we did one three years ago for my first song you know my first right when you moved to nashville kind of like you know first ep did a great job on the video he just got out of college but uh he got the call to go on dustin lynch his tour while we were shooting the video so right. three years later i mean he's he brought out a whole crew this time like wow. it looked like a movie set in a small bar they took up the whole place Did you get the homie hook up on it oh yeah definitely Good. oh yeah it yeah. seems like those are always the best ones when it's like yeah i only paid 500 bucks for this thing and it's like <laughs> this video is just killer yeah oh yeah i mean we, we paid still paid pretty good but not you know not near what their normal rate is you know so <laughs> that's always good to have friends like that definitely in Nashville, is there a certain group that you like to write with? You're kind of like write with the same people, or do you do you yeah. like to adventure out? And- uh, I I do. I usually uh, I write with the same guys at least once a week, and usually I'll write. You know, I'm usually home Monday through Wednesday or Monday through Thursday, depending on our show schedule. Right, like West have, Coast or not? <laughs> yeah, we uh, we haven't had a weekend off this entire year. Good. So, which is great. I mean, for my level, I mean, can't complain at all. But uh, Monday through Wednesday, I write with the same guys usually on Monday, Bobby McLam, and usually Stephen Hunley. Uh, Connor Sweet, a bunch of guys I write with, but uh, then usually one of those days I'll have somebody new I've never written with before or try to get somebody maybe from another pump publisher. Right. I write with the guys from Lord and Thorn, Demolition Music, uh, Mixtape, a couple other guys, but I always like to try to get leave one day open for somebody new or somebody, you know, maybe another artist that's like, hey, let's write, you know, much as I'm downtown, that happens all the time. You sure. Know? So one's kind of like experimental to see, you know, but right. I definitely have my guys I write with all the time. I would think that's just like a, a speed dating in some sense. It is, actually. <laughs> I've, I've heard, as, you, as I ask this question a lot, I hear some, I don't want to say any horror stories, but just more like you sit down and you kind of feel somebody out and just definitely. And then the shyness is there because like, what are they going to look at if you bring something to the table that's right. close to you and you have that, that same issue or that's the best thing about writing with guys you write with all the time is you're not afraid to say no. Right. And it, you only want to write with guys that are, you know, about making the song the best and it's funny because you would think we'd argue a lot about this line or that line but if it's a really good line usually everybody in the room will agree especially when you write with them and if it's terrible we may take us five takes be like you know 
this line here like now you know and we kind of sing it you know you usually have a topic you know you know how it works but having the same guys having that confidence be like no we can we can beat that or is a lot better than when somebody new because they may be a great writer but they may like this weird line that you don't and you're like man i wanted to cut this i liked everything about the song to that one line you know so but just having having the guys you know what i've noticed the better writers usually they're pretty good about taking the best line you know and me being an artist like what i've learned with songwriters writing with you know even guys who were higher along as writers like i've learned how to get what i want out of them like when we're writing like i've learned how to like i'm not a lyricist kind of guy because there's usually the melody melody guy who's really good at you know right. the vocal melodies guys who are good at the lyrics i've always been that guy that can like get both of those out of them on top of like maybe adding a melody and it's just saying it's like as an artist the further i get along in my career it's kind of cool that that develops kind of like guys like luke holmes you know you know are great writers you know yeah so definitely definitely cool that that's kind of developing <laughs> you you enjoy writing more than playing or is there... i don't actually you know no. and that's funny because most of my friends in nashville i feel like would rather write you know but i have always been a performer like i i really didn't even write that much when i moved to town because i'm like you know i'll just cut other people's songs sure. you know, thinking that's how it worked but nowadays you you have to write your own to get to that point of maybe getting pitched more songs you know but i have fell in love with it you know i have to do it now it's kind of like part of your schedule like you said you know you go to starbucks and like you have your your daily routine if i don't like if i don't go to the gym if i don't you know try to write something or at least start something you know i feel like i didn't do what's on my schedule because this is all i do for work you know so it's a blessed life isn't it it is man i love it do you do you see any careers out there we'll take luke combs out of the mix because he's just skyrocketed (laughs) really fast um an anomaly um do you see anybody's career out there that you'd like to, I don't want to say follow in their yeah. footsteps, but you you take things from? You know, Luke Holmes was that guy for me, you yeah. know, but even before, because uh, his first song was written by one of my best friends in town, Taylor Phillips. Hurricane? Hurricane. Yeah. It was written by one of my buddies, and I was... A, I was with them for all of that ride. Like I got to go to all the cool parties they went to. But before then, he was the first guy when I moved to town, a guy that works for uh, his management. That's a good friend of mine. We grew up together. He uh, He's like, hey, we're going to Georgia to see this guy named Luke Holmes come with me. And it, I think I'd been here for just a year. Right. And Luke still was doing, you know, same same level venues I was doing, like a lot of the same bars in Georgia and places. So we uh, went down there and saw him play and he had, you know, probably at 800 capacity, he had about 500 people there just to see him. Right. And he played a lot more covers than I expected because he only had like one or two EPs out, you know. Like he, pl- I was like, man, this guy, but he's had a great voice and he had a massive crowd. I'm like, what is he doing here? And this guy, he was bigger than, he's a big dude. Yes. You know, I was like, man, he's sending it. So yeah. he, I always kind of watched him and kind of, as an artist who tours all the time, you kind of look at your next step of where everybody's playing. Like, man, I haven't played here, but I played here, you know, and you kind of try to get those connections because you want to follow in that, you know, that kind of trail that they've left. And Luke Holmes was that guy for me. Nice. So, and as much as he was touring, he'd go online to see a schedule and he didn't have a day off. And I'm right. like, as much as I love playing, I'm like, I'd, that's what I want to be doing. I want to be playing every day. Just about. I, I think that's the attitude. <laughs> it's funny when he came through here, I, it's two and a half, three years. It might've been a little bit over three years ago. It was when hurricane just hit the highway. Mm. Uh, had maybe been on a couple weeks. Gotcha. And uh, we got a phone call because they'd already had Corey Smith booked. And they're like, dude, could you do us a favor? And we're like, what? And they're like, dude, we got this guy, Luke Combs. Put him on there. We didn't, like I said, we didn't pay him nothing, dude. It was, wow. uh, it was, it was a weird evening altogether. Uh, but everybody came here to see Luke. Like, it was, I think, Corey Smith's second show on the West Coast ever. He came from California and then came, came here. But they had a, lo- a lot of uh, um, <laughs> inner group problems with things and it just was frustrating because i think luke was catching fire at that mm. like it was right when he was churning and you got a guy like Corey who's been grinding for so long right and 
everything happens for a reason, man. Luke's a good dude. I ran into him um, last year at, or was that two years ago at Root when he was here and with Cappy. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, uh, I just happened to stumble into this radio room. I was there with my girlfriend, and um, uh, Luke was like, Toad, what's up? And I was like, what's up, dude? And Cappy looks at me and goes, to, da- to date, best hospitality we've ever had. And I just like looked wow. at him and was like, holy shit, dude. Like, he'd only been here one time, and it's kind of like the attitude of they remembered us, and that's kind of what, what what we like to do here at Stoney. Sure. It's the best at- I've had, too, and I haven't started the show yet. <laughs> yeah, we, we like that. Had to be the Smirnoff, dude. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, it's funny how things work because... I get we get pitched a lot of bands and stuff like that, and for me, it's about the relationship. Absolutely. I mean, the way we met, I thought was thought was rad. I never thought like we had this opening date, and I was like, dude, I just want to go after something a little bit different. And lately, uh, I think it's been my thing where I just go online, and I'd already met you, so I was right. like, fuck, dude, this guy's. I didn't even know that you had played at Losers before. I had mm. no idea. It was just like one of those things. I'm like, he's a cool dude. Like if he's running with these guys, he's got to be all right. Like he's got to have his shit together. I did some research, listened to some music, saw your stuff online. I was just kind of like watched some videos. Like fuck, I'm gonna go ahead and do this. And then I here, appreciate it, man. Here we're, you are. I mean, we're looking forward to it. Mm. I like it because I can tell a story that Austin Burke. You you familiar with that dude? Yeah. Oh yeah. So he's I know cool, him very well. He's a cool ass dude. So. I, I know him. Dean Pervicato. He's a guitar player really well, too. He's a good, good friend of mine. Knows good, good friend of mine. <laughs> I think it should just be... They should, Austin should change the, name his name, change the name of his band to The Dean Show or something. So like true. That. Because that dude's... Every, he's out with Jackie Lee right now, right? Dean? Yeah. And um, I'm like, I fucking love that Jackie Lee guy, too. I'd love Yo, to get him great. out here. But Austin, I literally... I saw him online. Um, whole lot in love. I had like 9 million streams at the time, I think. and I, Maybe not even that. And I just sent him a DM on Instagram. And we just started shooting the poop back and forth. I'm like, dude, I'd like to bring you out to Vegas. And when we played his first show here, it's maybe 60 people up front singing a song. And then the next time he came, it was like 300 people up front singing a song. And then this last time he came, I did this thing where they entered to win this contest and they got to indoor skydive with him. And oh, so, wow. I mean, and your next your next trip, I mean, if we invite people back, we like you. That's, that's the kind of attitude we have. And I always look at the relationship like that of you with the country rebel guys i mean oh, yeah. there's a reason why you were out that night and we try and put ourselves around good people and we've learned that this country music genre is just that it's all good Definitely. people like you surround if i throw out a name you're like fuck yeah i know that dude mm-hmm. like he's one of my good friends it's kind of like the good attitude. people attract good people man dude, they do they re- they really do we've had artists come through here play one time we'll never play here again it happens i'm not, sure not super often but when it does you just sit back and go god you're so thankful for for good bands and Definitely. people that want to play and What's next for you this year? Like, what what are your goals for the rest of the year? Uh, well, we're we're booked up till November. I mean, yeah. just about every weekend. I got so. lucky then. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we you did. I'm, I'm glad you asked me because it was a perfect week. I mean, Good. honestly. And we're uh, you know going to explore all over Vegas tomorrow. Get the day off and head back on Sunday. But we're going to. Uh, we actually got a three show run n- next week. We're leaving on Thursday and we're playing uh, Madison, Wisconsin, and a, c- a couple shows in Iowa. Nice. A casino out there called Perry Meadows, and I don't remember where the other one is, <laughs> but. Do you yeah. do you do you do festival stuff? Do you do you want to get? We to- do we we do, but they're harder. They're a little bit harder to get into. You know that's that that's one of those things where you know our next step right now we're we're shop, shopping management. You know other management companies in Nashville and stuff, and that's that's kind of that next tier. You know sure. I I have played a couple. We played two of them last year. Uh, we're opening up for Easton Corbin a couple of dates this year coming up. Uh, so I mean you know we get we do get those higher tier gear gigs sometimes but not as often as we like you, it. Do you like playing the smaller venue versus because it might be a little bit more intimate versus playing the I mean obviously the huge stage is what the ultimate right. goal is. But I like the high energy you know depend not even really like what size the stage is. I like the high energy shows more because we're more of like you know a drinking sure. you know, having fun kind of party band. So 
you know, that kind of environment can be a festival, can be, you know, but it can also be, you know, 100 capacity packed out, you know, yeah. or it could be a thousand people who just, you know, this is there to listen to music. And it's us being a drinking band. Sometimes it's harder to put all that energy out when they're just, you know, enjoying it. But, you know, a lot of those festivals are like that. You know, they're literally there just to hear the music. They don't, you know, a lot of the places we play, people are to drink their asses off, but sometimes they just legit love your music and they just want to hear it. They so. just want to be there for that. But I like the high energy stuff better. I prefer it. <laughs> do you have like a, a tour that you'd like to see yourself on? Like, do you have one of those artists that, that it's like your, your your bucket list that you want to be on tour with? That's honestly a great question. I know it is. I just asked it. Definitely yeah. Aldine. Really? Definitely. I mean, that's, that's a big one, but he's the main reason that... I started to do country. I mean, I loved rock music. I played in rock bands, but when I would write, it was country. And I'm he is literally just what converted me, you know, to seek this as a career. So I mean, definitely. Right. If you could Either put together Brantley. Brantley Gilbert, yeah, yeah he's Brantley. he's the, he's that guy too. If you could put together a a tour, and uh, you get to take someone smaller than you as a band, mm-hmm. uh, obviously yourself, a chick band, and someone to sell tickets. Let's put that show together. Whoa! Say it again. Okay. I a like band that's smaller than you. Okay. Your band, of course. Mm-hmm. A chick band and a band to sell tickets. Man. So. You could take Al Dean as your headliner if you want yeah, to. Yeah, we'll, you know, we'll do Al Dean as headliner. And chick band cannot be Dean's band. No. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that, that's a good one. I would, uh, I really like Ashley McBride. Yeah. She's so good. Yes, she is. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I do know a couple that really a lot of people don't know of. I'm trying to think of one that I really like. But yeah, probably Ashley McBride. I mean, she's, she's awesome. We got lucky with her. She played here and two weeks later couldn't even touch her. Wow, I believe that. <laughs> she won all those awards. <laughs> yeah, dude, it Big literally time. happened o- overnight for mm-hmm. I think that um, I'm going to give you time to think of the smaller band okay. while we talk. But I, you look at the idea of music and uh, it's mostly about what you look like. And, but then you take someone like Luke Combs and Ash McBride, who are just the opposite of like uh, um, huge artists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to name anybody, but the, I mean, and you look at how successful they got to be. It should make everyone sit back and go, well, shit, you know, it's not what we always thought it was. It's not Definitely. about the, the best looking person in the world or the best person that's in, you know, they can take their shirt off and have the raddest abs ever. It's not about, they're all about dad bods. Right. You know, I mean, you look at Luke <laughs> and Luke is, dude, you either like me or you don't. You're right. Uh, Definitely. Um, Cody Johnson, I believe, did the same thing. His, his attitude, he came through here. I sat down with him and I asked him the question about, you know, record deal stuff and one of the things he says is he's like, I've knocked on every goddamn door and I walk I in there and, they, and they're like, dude, I don't want you wearing that hat anymore and he's like, thank you, have a good day, sir. This is who I am. You should play music like this. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. But, I mean, the drive is there. And Look I think, at him now. <laughs> dude. <laughs> he played here and uh, before he signed his little par- partnership thing that he did. But And he he's humble. Yeah. Um, I think he walked in and no one told him how many tickets he sold. To, to date, the highest pre-sale that we've ever really had was with him. Wow. Now, he pre-sold 900-something tickets. And that's, we, that's amazing. We, we don't pre-sell here. It's wow. just not a thing that we do. Everything is walk-up here, unless it's a, a bigger show. I think Michael Ray just beat him, but um, but f- for Cody's level, before he was doing anything, he killed it. That's awesome. Yeah. He does I, have a big draw. <laughs> yeah, that he does. You you, fi- you figure out your opening band yet? Yeah. Who Who is it? So, probably Jerry Jacobs. Don't know who that is. He's a, he, he's a Broadway player, actually. Okay. But to me, like, we, me and my band, you know, uh, my drummer actually plays down on Broadway pretty often, you know, a couple shifts a day. My uh, my other rest of the band doesn't, but every once in a while maybe. But uh, 
every time we're down there, I always try to see when Jerry Jacobs is playing because he just he's a young guy. He's probably 23, 24. Really? From California. I'm pretty sure his whole band's from California, but they just rip, man. I mean, really? his original music is great too, but he's just, I mean, as a performer, he's, I go to learn from him. Really? You know, yeah. Yep. Definitely. Have you ever played a show with Jason Aldean? No. No. Mm-mm. Been to any of his shows? Have. Have. Yep. And you Love just look it. at him like, that's where I want to be. Yeah, definitely. Hell yeah, that's a great goal to have. You'll get there. Not even not even worried about that. <laughs> not even worried about that. Well, it was fun hanging out. Yeah. Tell people where to find you online. Uh, you can find me on uh, my website, GarrettSpear.com, or my Instagram under Garrett Spear Music. Uh, my Facebook is the same, Garrett Spear Music, Twitter, Garrett Spear Music, you know, whatever you all use. I don't use Twitter, Twitter that much, but yeah. I looked on the other day. I got like 10,000 followers. I'm like, I don't even use Twitter. Like, I just post whatever I post on Instagram on there. It's perfect. <laughs> but it's just a little slide of the button that goes to your Instagram too? Yep. I mean, go see your Twitter. That's Twitter. it. That's mm-hmm. the way to do it, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, sweet. Yeah, Lucky. thanks for having me, man. We're, fun we're, we're, we're going to drink beer. Definitely. <laughs> Shots. All right, all right, all right. That's the end of this one. Go ahead. Roll credits. Recorded by Toad. Produced by Toad. Booked by Toad. Voiced over by Toad. You know what? Toad would just like to go ahead and take this moment to thank you so that he doesn't have to go back and do his real job.